Hey friends, Mercedes here. Totally honored to be the owner of Into the Woods, a business centered around whole life wellness and transformative experiences, as well as a practicing therapist and coach. My life's work is all about creating spaces, literally and figuratively, for women to unlock their true success and have more peace, joy, and love in their hearts, lives, and calling. As a leader, yes, you are that leader I'm talking about, I can see you want to be more productive and in service to others, to have that work-life balance with more joy and meaning, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, right? Am I right? <laughs> I want you to understand and know that it's not just about your ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that you can slow down to speed up and step into your life as a purpose-fueled woman, and that it can be simple, but oh so powerful. Come on in. Let's walk this journey together, one season at a time. Let's step deeper into the life God created you for. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Good morning. Mercedes here for Her Unapologetic Life. If it's not morning where you are, then good evening, good day, whatever it is, wherever you are. <laughs> I hope you're having a good day. And today, yeah, we're at episode 157 already. I can't really believe that. Uh, we're headed into a new month. And so, you know me, I love my theme girl. And I've been theming this podcast a little more around my membership, uh, The Unhurried Life. And over there, we're talking about peaceful productivity today. <laughs> and, well, this whole month, actually. Um, so I just, I thought I would be, you know, a little cheeky and have a little fun with the whole, what the heck is peaceful productivity and why do we care Anyway, I'll add that word. And uh, so, yeah, it's a good question. And I think really um, the nutshell of it all is us, you know, people pleasers, perfectionists wanting to produce and, you know, get kudos for that. If we can get to a place where we're still productive because we like that, but we're also in a peaceful space, um, hey, that's a bonus, right? I mean, that is an amazing thing. And so that's what I want to talk about a little bit today. Um and I'm not going to define peaceful productivity in such a huge way because actually over the membership this month, the masterclass is about doing that for yourself. So I don't really implant a ton here for my stu students or clients or whoever's there. Uh, but I just basically the premise of peaceful productivity is um, think about it like getting it done, you know, getting your stuff done that you enjoy and that you have on your to do is onto your, your to do list while being present uh, and stopping with all the over functioning. So. Think about your to-do list today uh, and if are you able to get it done, be present and not over-function? And if, if you're like, uh, Mercedes, no, then you're not really in peace of productivity. Um, if you're here, though, chances are you're starting to get there and you're wanting more. And so that's why I really wanted to share today three ways to move more towards peaceful productivity, towards that place where you are living into your purpose and your, you know, with intention. I mean, that is really beautiful productivity, but you're also in that peaceful, like this is where I'm meant to be kind of place. And so if you're not already in the membership and you're interested in it, let me know. Um, it's, we're entering our last, our last season, I just released the capsule for fall. And then it, next year, I'm really going to be adding some things in and amping it up a little bit, um, creating a space for women in business and leadership uh, to also, work on um, a few things, you know, for business stuff, not just necessarily the, uh, you know, personal development and the uh, seasonal living. So it's going to be exciting. Stay tuned. Just thought I would put that little plug in here before we get started. 
So again, peaceful productivity, right? <laughs> Moving it towards a space where we're, we're productive, but also peaceful. <laughs> and so um, let's talk a little bit about that. And then I'm going to give you a little example about what's been going on in my own life just to help you kind of think of your own story. So as you're listening to this, listen to it from where you're at right now in your home life, in your work life, in your social life. Um, and, you know, think on like, hmm, am I being peacefully productive? Or am I just over-functioning, having that high-functioning anxiety stuff going on? Um, how in the world can I just, you know, get out of that, slow that down, get out of survival, get into peaceful productivity? Well, here's three th ways to consider. And they're just kind of overall like, you know, bird's eye view, but just kind of gets you thinking. So the first one, you've been hearing a lot about this, is working to regulate your nervous system. Hear about it here, hear about it all over. Finally, the buzz is getting around about our nervous system. And especially as women who are chronically in go, 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 um, chronic high-function anxiety, um, our nervous systems have been begging for this. You might hear about like adrenal burnout. Um, you might hear about some other things. I'm not a biology person, but I do know when my clients come to see me, uh, when they start to describe some of these physical symptoms that they're having, I know their nervous system is overloaded, you know, and it gets into that whole woo, frenetic energy and we're trying to get ourselves to be in balance. So we're trying to be in that parasympathetic where, you know, when you're after a good massage or you're just chilling at home and you have a big yawn, it's kind of that. And of course, there's a lot of in-betweens. We're not meant to be in one place or the other. That's going to be another podcast. So I have a, a, a friend who um, is, has really been studying that and I want her to share more of the terms with you. But basically, um, we're not, so we're not going to negative of the nervous system, but basically know that as we have these high functioning lives, it gets overloaded, right? And they can't be ignored forever. And like I said, you insert high functioning anxiety, turn it chronic, it becomes those health issues that we'd all like to avoid, at least until way later in life. You know, I'm thinking depression, anxiety, autoimmune, um, heart palpitations, which when it, I'm learning because my mom's, you know, in that category of age now, when it becomes chronic, a lot of her friends have AFib. Um, that's also, you know, produced by other reasons. I'm not only saying that chronic um, high function anxiety causes that, but it can. You know, all of the things that were, were you know, super stressed, not sleeping well, poor digestion, appetite being really suppressed or like emotional eating, all those things that we turn to or that our body is doing to try to regulate. It's just trying to regulate. And if our brain is not on board, <laughs> it does not work. So basically, we've got to get our brain connected to our body and trust our body um, and our enteric nervous system, which is like our gut and all that good stuff, um, to help get us into that place of peaceful productivity, really. Right. And um, it's just kind of one of those things where a lot of a lot of us do not notice or attune to that until we're in a really uncomfortable place. Uh, usually when my clients have something going on physically by the time they're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? You know, and of course, when we hit our 40s like where I'm at. It's a little easier to notice these things. Right. Um, and so. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> let's just say that a lot of us get to those really uncomfortable places um, in the name of the comfort of productivity, like doing what we're, you know, doing our status quo, but in time it's not peaceful anymore. So that's kind of what I'm getting at. Working to regulate your nervous system. This is really, I mean, this is this number one right here is like 
a lot of what I do, you know, and a lot of what I teach women to do. And when I, a lot of what I'm trying to live into myself and a lot of my, my buddies out there, we were, you know, working it together. And it's, it's something that's just a really, it's just, you know, it's just a great way to calm down our brain if you want to look at it that way, but our bodies benefit so much. So anyway, that one I feel a lot of passion about. So of course, a little long-winded. The second way to move towards that peaceful productivity is to get really honest with yourself, right? Um, do you have an idea of what that peaceful productivity would even look like in your life? Um, do you know like what, I mean, if you sit with yourself and you go with your gut, your intuition, do you know? This goes back to trust, right? Like, do you trust yourself enough to know? Uh, and a lot of times what we do is we, we push through, we become masters or mistresses of pushing through. And what happens then is we doubt ourselves and then we don't know if we can trust what our body's telling us, our mind, and we just keep going because that's what we know. And um, being productive is is amazing. And I'm, that's one thing I would never take away from anyone I meet who really identifies with being a productive person. But when it comes to you, you cross the threshold of, of that peaceful productivity or, you know, the optimum productivity, um, you know, then, then it gets time to become a little, get a little honest with yourself and really learn to trust yourself. And I think this is where we're, you're going to want to shift your definition of productivity. And when you think of peaceful, not thinking of like, oh, it has to be all Zen and roses, right? It's more like you're in your jam, you're in your groove and you don't need to run in eighth gear, right? You can go through the gears as you want to. So um, the interesting thing about this is as, as leaders or, you know, as mothers, uh, whatever roles we're, we have in our life where, where other people are reporting to us or listening to us or in relationship with us, if we don't get honest with ourselves and really listen to that, then it's going to be hard for us to help others to do the same or to notice, right, um, that they're like kind of in the red zone or something. And so it really helps us. To, I mean, it really helps all of our relationships if we're if we're doing this and then we can actually trust other people more to be honest with us does that make sense um so it's kind of like do you trust yourself to say when to your team or do you trust them to say to you like listen i am wore out this is going on so it just builds a deeper level of honesty and trust and therefore actually a deeper level of productivity that's really awesome productivity um and really the way you know the way to get there is taking that time to be the curious observer. Try on the slowing down to speed up for certain things. Try that on for size. Um, and this is an honesty thing sans shame, okay? We don't need the guilt and shame to come in where it's like, oh, I just can't do what I used to be able to do or, well, I used to be able to do this, this, and this. Um, things change in our lives, right? And we were not designed to actually go that fast, that hard. Some of us, some of my clients, they can go faster, harder than I ever could with certain things. And that's okay, but are you in your sweet spot or are you not? And, you know, what feels good in this season? So think on that one. That's another way to get closer to that piece of productivity. And then the third one, it's kind of a general one, but it's kind of, you know, it's get settling into being more okay with making changes, big and small, to your plan. I love to plan. I I have a brain, though, that's always, like, assessing if the plan's not going to go as planned. What was plan B, C, D, E, and F? Drives my husband crazy sometimes. That's my, that's my way to keep safe, right? <laughs> so when we create a plan, it's to keep safe. It's to know what's happening. It's predictability. All those things, right? That's a lot. But 
Sometimes we need to make a big change or a small change to our plan. And the way we did things last season isn't necessarily going to be the way that um, we're doing things today or um, the way that we are going to do things next year. And it can be really uncomfortable, especially if we really thrive in predictability and routine. Um, And again, I'm not taking you out of that because that's part of productivity. (laughs) That's the part that I'm still working on. Um, But if we're too comfortable there, then we're comfortable in our discomfort. You know, and it's really, it's wisdom to take a closer look to see if you're in denial of that, to see if you're in, basically in denial of any of what we're talking about today, right? In in an honest, loving way, right? Um, we love to plan, um, but a lot of us, you know, we don't like to deviate from it, but there comes a time when we need to. Something isn't working. And again, if you're listening to your intuition, you're more, going to be more likely to be able to make that move, you know, and if you're in a peaceful place, you're going to be able to make that move. Now, again, talking about these three things does not mean that you're going to all of a sudden, you know, going to like uproot your entire life and change your career, all these things. No, but with what you're doing and what you've been doing, I just, you know, curious if you've been reassessing, if you're in my world and you're a client or a friend or, you know, anybody who I talk to regularly, you're probably going to be used to this and kind of talking about this a little bit already. But if you're not, this is a good place to start just to kind of get curious without the shame, without the pressure to change all things and to kind of see what's what, you know, that's kind of the premise of my counseling and coaching is, you know, we've survived this long. We've gotten through with ways that really work for us, but then there's there's ways that really don't. And that's what's causing us the stress and the angst. So we can kind of go with who we are by our design, but also like lean into where we need, want to go and we really need to go to live into our purpose. So for me, I just thought I would, you know, um, I would give you a little bit of a a nutshell. You know, the last couple of years I've been sharing the podcast um, had been personally pretty difficult, you know, with some losses and some changes. And what I did in the midst of it was just push through um, and just, I kind of, I'm a learner. I'm a lifelong learner. I'm a consumer. And I was consuming and learning and hiring coaches and having so much fun with it, hiring a team online and really, really learned a ton. I really have probably only 5% regret. Um, and that's 5% is probably what it should have slowed down <laughs> a little quicker. Um, but now I'm in a place where, you know, number one, I'm no, like number one about regulating my nervous system. Uh, I know that I get to a point where um, I'm in dorsal shutdown. You can look that up if you want. I'm not going to get into all the terms. That's basically the freeze part, like where we are just done. We, you know, that's when you're like, you feel so exhausted by the end of the day that you're like, I just need to sit here for a minute. And then it's two hours later, right? Got into that after my father passed away and, you know, not always there, but I do get there quicker than I used to. Could be my age as well. You never know. But my point is, um, I really needed to assess some things. Also shifted because, um, you know, I had more responsibility with, um, helping my mom with some things. And then also, you know, with the, the, the house, the, the retreat house and the other the property and all this stuff to take care of. And um, really started shifting like oh, over a year ago towards really leaning in more towards that retreat aspect of my business. And, you know, when it comes to my mission and values statement, it's, it is like creating that space, literally and figuratively holding space for my clients in person, but also now creating this beautiful oasis for, people to go to. Um, The other day I was kind of thinking of it like an adult park, right? The place to go um, with their team, with their um, friends, with for themselves to get coaching, to get whatever, and to have that space out of doors. Anyway, that was my side note. But 
this is kind of what I've been doing in shifting and, you know, um, kind of like, kind of like settling it down to the, to the minimum and just sitting with it these last months, seized, couple seasons, and just being like, what, what does this look like? And not, you know, making a whole bunch of um, rash decisions or having more pots in the fire than I already do. And it's been very freeing. And what's happened is, um, in part, I decided to take therapy clients again. Um, but before, I was always kind of open to it. it. Just It's like things have shifted where it's almost like, you know, God's saying, okay, she's open for business again when it comes to that. So my one-on-one clients have upped a bit. And I've had a lot of other really cool opportunities. And now the retreat property is, is taking shape and taking form. Um, and it's it's really meshing well with my mission in life, right? My purpose. And so it's one of those things where I could have just kept throwing spaghetti at the wall. That's how some people say it. And really, I did I did learn quite a few things. I was talking with my husband and my oldest the other day, and they're, they're, they know that I'm a lifelong learner. And they're like, you could have had like a doctorate. I'm like, well, maybe. Probably a master's in business by now. But, <laughs> you know, I love to learn. But now it's time for me to see how I can get into that peaceful productivity where I can, you know, focus on regulating my nervous system because hello, that's what I teach women about themselves, right? So really focusing on what I'm teaching. And then being, I got really honest with myself and it took a while. Talk about like, oh, I'm kind of apologetic, right? This is called her unapologetic life, but I kind of got into the whole, oh, I got to apologize because I did this and that and I hired this out and this never came to fruition and um, developed a lot, you know, but Moving forward, um, looking at it, looking at it more clearly, it's like, well, I really have a really cool uh, lineup of things that are uh, um, going to be available in the near future. Um, and then being okay with making changes, big and small, right? That's something I'm been okay with. Sometimes I pivot too quickly because that's my comfort level. Um, but I am also aware that some of this needs to change and it needs to take its time. A little bit and then what I'm discerning now is where to press the gas and where not to so I can stay in that peaceful productivity um, and I'm not necessarily the most organized productive people but I do like to keep busy and I like to to um, create and develop things and so it, it does it does kind of get busy so Anyway, that's kind of where I've been at in my in my own life, and in my personal life too, as you know. Um, you know, I've been really leaning into just taking better care of myself. Um, where do I focus now that my boys are a little older? You know, it, it, it's really one of those things that you can do both for personal and professional. Look at that and see where am I at with the piece of productivity, and then. Um, yeah, so for you to take this forward, looking at these three ways that you can move towards peaceful productivity, review those. Listen again if you need to to the first part. And from the lens of wanting that, where you are at, you're at your optimum, you're in your sweet spot, you're moving through the different. I mean, you're not in in you know Hallmarkville where everything's perfect, but you're feeling pretty good about things, and you're feeling pretty confident in in your intuition and your inner wisdom most most of the time, right? Um, what needs to shift looking at those things? How is your nervous system going? Are, are you able to be honest with yourself without shaming yourself? Um, and are you okay with making changes to the plan? Um, those are kind of the overall key questions. And so I hope this kind of gets you excited. Um, next session, next, not session, <laughs> this is what I 
this session is my language. Next episode, I'll be interviewing um, the project manager I've used for a while. Um, and she runs an online business and she has been really leaning more into peaceful productivity this year. And we both kind of came to a realization at the same time before, before summer started. And we'll share that in the episode, but Corey is amazing. And, uh, I really look forward to talking to her so you can hear a real life example of this in action so you can apply it more to your life. So that will be coming forward. I hope you have a good one and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode, my friend. If you liked the podcast, please stop by and leave me a review. They really matter. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way. This is the season for you to say yes to you, to serve from an overflowing cup, and to put practices into action that support your life and those you serve and lead. And for more updates and resources, check out the happenings at Into the Woods Spaces and Experiences by visiting intothewoods.co. That's intothewoods, one word, no caps, dot C-O. Here's to living your best, most unapologetic life. See you next week.